are back from the stands podcast. <laughs> oh man, it's been a great pre-production meeting we've had, boys. Oh man, Jacob, Clint, JC, we're back as always. Uh, coming at you with we we don't have any really games to talk about. The only game this weekend is Army Navy. Um, they saved that uh, Saturday or this coming Saturday just for them, um, rightfully so. So we'll get into that for a little bit, and then mostly it's going to be transfer portal talk. So guys, if you're if you're anything like me, the past few days, weeks, I've been like absolutely overloaded on information from the portal. It seems like every day there's there's something new coming out. So um, real quick, Clint, give me your take on the transfer portal. Is it does this year seem crazier than ever? I think the numbers show that. Or are, you, are we just kind of more in tune with the kind of with what's going on this year? No, no, it's crazy. I mean, so the the first day was <laughs> the first day. What you said was like over eleven hundred guys into the portal, yeah. um, which was like a forty something percent increase from last year. <clears throat> and that was just first day, man. We've had obviously more throughout, you know the. The days after the first day, obviously, second, third, whatever. No, it's insane. Uh, I know we talked about it in the group chat, but it, it's gotten to a point where there's going to have to be some kind of regulation. It's just the Wild West, and you have entire teams turning over every single year, it seems like. Um, it's almost like most teams are just developing players for other teams like Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, whoever's got money, just to go cherry pick and pay them and all the other, all, all of these other guys were left high and dry, which not it, that was kind of the case before, but it wasn't as bad because it wasn't so easy to do. Tampering is rampant, guaranteed. Coaches are tampering everywhere. There's no regulation, man. So this is going to continue. It's going to get probably worse. I mean, I think I saw there's like twenty some, twenty or thirty something quarterbacks um, in the transfer portal. And it's like, man, I hope y'all y'all can all find a home. There's like 60-something receivers, and that's just in like, uh, you know, the, the top tier of guys. I mean, if you go all the way down, there's tons. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's crazy. I mean, obviously, a lot of good talent, and it's kind of a double-edged sword because you can kind of rebuild as well. If you're a team that is getting, you know, kind of just raided for all your talent, you can uh, you yourself can go into the portal and kind of raid from some of the lower guys that have one or two standout players and kind of rebuild yourselves. But again, that's just like shit rolling downhill. Um, somebody's getting screwed every time. So uh, I'm not a huge fan of it. I, I enjoy the players getting paid, but I mean, my God, at, at some point you just got to realize that there has to be some kind of system, some kind of barriers to make this watchable, make this to where it's, it's not chaos and nope, you're completely disintegrating the game and it's just all about money. So yeah, Clint, I, I totally agree. It is it is chaos. I kind of am positioning it in my mind where it's basically just recruiting. Um, mm-hmm. It's not even just transfer portals. Like basically at the end of the year, you may have one or two good guys that'll be like, okay, I'm going to stick here. You have my trust. I'm going to stay at this program. And then basically the rest of them are just out. And I mean, in a way, from our perspective, like maybe as a fan, it's hard to agree with it, but as a – as a, as a possible, like as a 20 year old where you could suddenly go and make 500 more grand a year. Like, I think that's how a lot of kids are treating it is like, okay, well, I'm right. just going to get myself out there because I can make generational, you know, style money. Whereas before it was just, maybe if you play good enough, you can get it as like a fifth or sixth round pick or a walk on an NFL team, get a shitty low contract and then you're out and you don't make that kind of money. So I can't blame these kids for doing it. But from our perspective as fans, does make this really hard. That's why I kind of say it truly is just straight up recruiting at this point and extension of recruiting. Um, and Clint, I think I like your point a, a lot. Like you said in the, in the group text earlier that we, these smaller programs, not even the smaller programs, but the non elite programs, maybe just outside the top 25, these are places for these kids to shine to where they can almost like make that next leap to an Ohio state, to a Georgia, to a Bama. And it's mm-hmm. almost creating that gap even more, even though we saw probably eight teams worthy of making the top four this year. So NIL is kind of spreading the wealth in a way, but it's also hurting the much smaller teams, which I, I, I like that point of view. I, I'm glad you brought that up too, because I thought about it. I was like, okay, like this year, it seems like we had a little more parity. Like we had a little more players going a little more spread out throughout the country. 
to give us, I mean, the Pac-12 was one of the funnest leagues to watch. It definitely, in my eyes, the funnest league to watch this year and probably one of the funnest leagues to watch the past few years just because there was a lot of good teams, a lot of good football. <clears throat> but then I, I was thinking about it. I think we just pushed the line back from, say, top four to, t- say, maybe top 10 or 12 teams that really are like elite with their money and their NIL and their collectives. And then the drop-off now, because all those players are going to one of those top 10 to 12 teams, the drop-off after 12 seems severe. Like it seems like there's much more of a drop-off now because there's only so many spots to go when you Mm -hmm. had just four or five teams that were kind of sucking up the town because they only have so many scholarships they're allowed to give. So then you still had a little bit, you know, here and there. But now that you have like these top 10 or 12 teams with all this money that could suck up nearly every player between them, the drop-off after that is like, it, it, to me, it feels like it falls off like a, a, a fair amount, a noticeable, a noticeable amount to where you're sitting there going, is this really any better? Um, and I'm with you. I like, yes, they should be getting paid. If you're going to use them to make you millions and billions of dollars through TV networks and stuff, yeah, I, I, I agree. It, it, it definitely should be a, uh, they should get paid. But at some point, man, like this still is a sport where a lot of passion is kind of where it, it drives the fan base. And if you, you're taking all the passion out of it, it's all about money. I mean, it kind of hurts the sport. Well, and that's the thing. If you <clears throat> if you guys heard, it was the it was on Sunday when they were uh, bringing in Harbaugh on ESPN for an interview after he got uh, the number one seed for the playoff. <clears throat> At, they didn't even ask him a question really regarding NIL, but as he like, kind of signed off, he said, hey, play these players, like give these players a, a percentage of TV revenue, right? Because obviously they're with, with ESPN and Fox and all these other <clears throat> Amazon. Well, Amazon maybe not so much in college football, but all these net- networks that are given these tools crazy amount of money that they, they kind of should get a piece of the pie. Did you guys see uh, the proposal that the actual NCAA uh, came out with? I think it was yesterday or maybe this morning about the NCAA president pretty much proposed a rule that would allow Division One, just Division One schools for now, the opportunity to actually pay their athletes in ways that are not tied to like education. So right now they still can't do that, right? They, I know athletes, they get stipends and stuff, but that is, Related, you're guess, speaking about their, the school themselves, right? Yeah, the school themselves. Yeah, yeah, so not yeah. not some collective associated with the school. Right. Obviously, name image likeness was supposed to be. Hey, I can go sell my jersey. I can yada yada. Um, so I don't know how they're getting a, around that now because um, the websites are, which I think are tied to the school and the player, are able to sell jerseys now with the player's name on it. But this is directly tied to schools. We'll be able to pay if it goes through. Pay their athletes directly. I don't know if that's gonna help or hurt with things i would imagine the only thing that would help again there's always going to be ways around this is that at that point because it's a, a public university um you might be able to track some of the financials better then right now we don't know anything we don't know anything about the contract we don't know any is it guaranteed money do you have to play in x amount of games do you have to just you know create x amount of instagram posts or whatever like whatever the case is we have no idea what's going into it. Um, so although it was maybe the Wild Wild West before, but more on a hush-hush side, now it's the Wild West, but no one no one cares because there's there's no rules, and I think that's the issue. The other thing, which I don't want this to get mistaken for, coaches should just be able to do whatever they want and shouldn't be held accountable to a degree. But the hard part is, with, with the whole NIL thing, is that you have to now, rec- not only are you now recruiting the next recruiting class coming in of high school guys, and you're trying to recruit maybe guys that are coming to the transfer portal. You have to recruit your team after the season's done to not leave. So, dude, if I'm a dude, if I'm a college coach, man, I might be trying to get to the NFL. Like, I know the rumors keep talking about hardball leaving. The stress and time, I can't even imagine what it takes now to be a college coach more than ever, especially this time of the year. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I mean. I mean, I just think about it like, right, so South Carolina fan, Shane Beamer, we don't have bowl practice, all that stuff. The players aren't really even in the facility per se, like, or they don't have to be, right? I'm seeing posts of him. He's doing in-home visits for recruits coming in next year's class. I'm sure he's on campus recruiting the kids that are on the team to stay on the team because we've had, I think, probably the most. I think uh, Clint gave a, a, 
a number earlier in the group chat. I think we have the most guys that are that are leaving or at least are in the portal. Um, and then you got the guys coming in. So like, I don't know how the hell they keep up with all of this stuff, let alone added that in with their their normal daily kind of duties as a coach. So it, it's definitely changing the landscape. I like you're gonna have to add a staff member if not two to try to keep up with this. And I know he's talked about in press conferences before, like you really got to know where your numbers are for certain positions. Like how many linebackers do we want uh, and how many scholarships do we have to allocate towards different position groups? Because it is tough to try to just assume that you lose a linebacker. Okay, we'll, we'll try to get one out of high school. And I think that's everybody's kind of number one place to find guys anyway. But now, I will, well, this guy just hit the portal. So like maybe we should, maybe we should go after him. At the same time, they don't have a lot of time. You got to watch film see if he's a guy that you want as far as character goes and then offer him by the time he just decides to go somewhere else. So it's, it's crazy, man. I don't, I don't know how it's not going to be the NCAA. I don't know at what point this thing gets organized at all. Like, I don't, I don't know what the answer is going to be. I have no idea, man. You're right though. I mean, honestly, I wonder if we're going to start seeing a wave over the next decade of less coaches that are good with X's and O's and, more of coaches that are just really good managers because that's what you're going to need like you were talking about man between recruiting and then maintaining the guys on your team in-home visits begging boosters to send money to a stupid collective um plus all the meetings running running practices like you're just going to end up needing a manager like shoot they won't be called coach anymore it's just going to be a manager uh, and is that is that what we want, man? I I get like paying the players, but <clears throat> also do it in a way where it doesn't ruin the integrity of what makes college football awesome. That's and that's that's my just my biggest gripe. It's the reason why I like it more than NFL because I feel like there's there's more passion, there's more um <clears throat> like buy in and bleeding your 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 school's colors. But now that's kind of going away just because. And I don't blame these guys. A lot of these kids don't come from much and. So if, if you've got an opportunity to go secure a bag that's going to change your family's life, you'd be dumb not to take it. So it's, it's just, it's changed right. so much. And, and because of that, you know, the, the sport just it isn't what it, what it was before. So uh, I, I feel like they will eventually come up with a way to kind of at least put some, some like guide bars to help navigate this maybe have some sort of system to where it's not so chaotic because who how do you even keep up if you're any of these coaches you look at the transport right now you pull it up and you're like all right we we need this and you look at the transport and there's 1100 dudes in the portal the number day one what do you do like you're just like where do i even begin um it's, it's just wild so i know i'm on a soapbox a little bit about that i just it just sucks because, um, again, it just feels like it's changing the sport in a way that I don't like. But again, I'm I'm not the one sitting there getting right hit on the field and stuff. And so I, I don't blame these guys. <laughs> let me let me let's transition uh, real quick. Um, I just want to kind of divert to this topic, and it'll kind of lead us back into portal. So we do have we do have one game this weekend, which I I think we all agree probably is when it comes to NIL. Like this is not the teams we have to worry about, right? Army Navy game NIL. I don't think is an issue at all, right? Um. We, we don't have to worry about any of that stuff. These guys aren't transferring out. If anything, um, I wish I knew the guy's name off the top of my head, but uh, shout out to, uh, we, I don't think we talked about it, but Utah State's quarterback who decided, you know, he's going to, he's just going to leave uh, college and actually uh, go join the Navy SEALs. So shout out, shout out to that guy. Uh, yeah, he's like going to be a Marine or something, right? Na- Navy SEAL. He wants to go, go be a yes. Navy SEAL. So. Um, hey. I, I do want. I, we are going to break down the the kind of top transfer guys, but I just wanted to transition that because I think this game does deserve its own kind of talking points for a little bit. Um, I do want to say, man, uh, I I had the uh, a lucky opportunity to go, actually go to the game last year when it was in uh, Philadelphia and 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 got to go yeah, on the sideline right. and stuff and and be around that atmosphere. I will say, like, obviously, like we've we've been in Williams Rice several times this year, been in it for for a long time. And although the crowd isn't uh, one as big or two as noisy as as those atmospheres, man, that plays, dude. Like the chills you get just from like seeing all the cadets on both sides and like everyone in uniform, and then seeing like what a sh- a show it is from the sidelines and all the people that come out. That place, like that, was one of the more like just cool experiences I've ever I've ever been a part of. Uh, so if you guys ever get a chance to go, like I I would go just to experience it one time. Um, 
I think this year it's actually planned in Boston. It's in Gillette Stadium. They they kind of move it around, but which is one of the coolest games I've ever been to, man. Obviously, uh, you know, shout out to those guys and and for for you know playing football for a little bit and then going on to do bigger and better things for the country. But I just think it's cool that e- even now they're still kind of dedicating a Saturday just to those guys. And uh, although they're not always the best teams, uh, I know they've kind of been struggling lately. Um, always a fun game to watch. So I, I kind of wish, man, it, like. I mean, for a while there, when Navy had, uh, man, that his name's going to slip my mind, but they had that really good quarterback that actually went to the NFL for a little bit or tried to. I mean, they were, what, 11-0, 12-0, making some runs and, and beating some good teams. So hopefully they'll, yep. they'll get back to that. But um, anything on, on the game? I think Army, is Army favored? Did I see that? I think it's like a three-and-a-half-point spread. Yes, Army is three-point favorites. Three-point favorites. Have you guys uh, seen the uniforms, by the, by the way? I saw them like a few weeks ago. They look freaking Dude, sweet. Clint, you got to check these things out, man. They Uniforms are, of the year, honestly. Shoot, you let probably, me Google like, them. They're, they're always good, but like this year, man, like, like they're, they're hand-painted stuff looking awesome. Yeah, really? Yeah. 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 At least they, the Navy helmets. I think I like Navy's helmets and then Army's jerseys, maybe if I had to, if I had to pick. Yeah, I got the Army tan. Well, I, think, kinda... I think last year Navy had the, like the pretty sweet helmets. I think they had like the F eighteen or something on the side or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah, so I mean, as far as this game, both Army and Navy are five and six. Um, and I kind of had a question. I know that all the bowl games have been announced, but I, the winner of this doesn't get to go to a bowl, or or are they in a bowl already? I had I don't really remember. Oh, you know that's a that's actually a good question because so they have the Armed Forces Bowl. And I think it's Air they've Force already, and somebody Air Force and somebody else is already in there, I believe. Yeah, I thought they've already announced all the bowls, and maybe they just had enough before this game happened. Or wait, unless do they? Is there an opening that says Army, Army or Navy, knowing one of these teams is going to get? Uh, I six do not. Know. That's actually a really good question, man. I did not think about. Yeah, I um, I don't know. Um, but I will say this too: this is a three three o'clock on CBS kickoff um, this Saturday. And the over under opened at thirty two, I believe, and it's been brought down all the way to twenty seven and a half. Not surprised oh by God. that, but that's an Iowa <laughs> under over <laughs> under, so I had to bring that up. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say I know a whole lot about these teams, but uh, this should be a good game. I know Clint that Navy lost to Air Force this year, and Army actually beat them. So <laughs> I, I wonder where your alliance is. Yeah, well. Uh, also, I got some in-laws. A lot of them are prior Navy guys. Um, but yeah, uh, Army was having a pretty rough year, and then somehow they ended up beating Air Force, and one, that sent Air Force into a spiral. I think they lost every game following the Army loss uh, to end the season. Uh, so a tough way for Air Force to finish the year. On the flip side, Army actually won every game after they beat Air Force. Um, so they were able to kind of salvage their year a little bit. So... I'm definitely going Navy, uh, not just to cover. I'm I'm going all you know. They're 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 gonna outright win this. And I uh, I think was it Navy? Yeah, it was it was uh, Notre Dame Navy, right? The first game of the year they were in Ireland. Yep, yep. I mean, it wasn't much of a game, but they were there playing something. Because uh, I'm pretty sure if I remember right, Notre Dame destroyed them. Forty-two three. Yep. Yep. There you go. Yeah. So, um, but that was cool, man. Just that that game in general. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I'm gonna take Navy, man. Not again. I got some family, some been served some time in the Navy and submarines and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, honestly, I, I I like it though. I like this game, man. It's it's a time where you can enjoy some football, but also realize, man, there's there's a lot bigger things to worry about than freaking NIL, which I get a little hot and bothered about. But they just it's, it's a good reminder that at least we get to sit here and watch and talk crap about football. There's a lot of places in this world where you cannot do that because you have way bigger problems going on. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to enjoy this weekend. Yeah. And I do want to <laughs> say this too. Um, the excitement for this game is, is always up there. JC, like you said, you went to this game last year and it was an insane atmosphere. Um, I feel sure it's going to be nothing less than that. And maybe even more than that, because um, with this game being at Gillette Stadium, there is a bigger demand for a ticket for this game. I don't know if y'all boy, boy saw this. Uh, bigger demand for a ticket for this game than there has been for NFL playoff games and Taylor Swift concerts. And Taylor Swift, I think, performed at this stadium not too long ago. Um, and that's coming from like the Gillette Stadium ownership. Uh, what's his name? Kraft. Oh, Robert Kraft, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I think, confirmed that. It's been wild to try to get 
these teams uh, the tickets for this for this game, which just makes my heart just it just it's awesome. One because it's their service academies, but two, this game means still that much when these teams are five and six each. Like that's just awesome. I I definitely would have believed you of the playoff thing. Honestly, the, the whole Taylor Swift thing does kind of surprise. Yeah, me. I was about to say I'm glad you told me that because the moment we end this episode, I'm going straight to my wife. I'm gonna let her know that. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I will say I, I just found something. Apparently, because the game is after the conference championship games, this game does not count towards bowl eligibility. So, anytime they play in a bowl game, they got to be they got to have six wins before it. But look, I'm I'm a Clint. Last year's game, I think Navy was actually favored. Army ended up pulling out the win in overtime. Um, might maybe even double overtime. So I'm gonna go Navy uh, by a field goal in this Ooh. game. I think I'm I gonna think take Army. One. I'm gonna take Army. I didn't make an actual pick. I'm gonna take Army in this. They're favored by three. I think they were the better team from the majority of the year. Like you said, Clint, I didn't know they lost four straight games after they lost to uh, yeah, you know, Air Force. Strong that's yeah. that's kind of wild. And, and again, yeah. I don't know. We're about to talk more about the transfer portal, but maybe we'll find out You know, if some of these schools have actual transfer portal kids. I don't. I like JC. I believe like you. Like I don't think there's a lot transferring from a service academy like this, but um, maybe that could play a little bit of a hand to this game. Or I, I don't know. Maybe not because um, this is the this team's Super Bowl for both teams every single year. So I would imagine a lot of kids would stick around at least till this. Um, but uh, yeah, right. I'm gonna take Army here. All right. Yeah, man. Just just a cool thing. I think we just needed to give it a little bit of love there for a minute before we got into the rest of the portal talk. So, um, <clears throat> Jacob, do you want to go through? Let's start with quarterbacks. Obviously, that's kind of the big topic. Let's go. Let's use the top ten. Um, I have a top ten list in front of me from on three's Instagram page. If you have a different top three or top ten you're using, if you want to go with that man, either way, um, and we can just run through some of these names, maybe to where they're headed. Uh, I think we do have one. Well, I don't even think it's in the top ten on this list. I have. We do have a, one or two quarterbacks that that have announced where they're going, and then the rest is just right now. For honestly, for for most everybody right now, it's all speculation, right? Um, there are some official visits that have been set. But even though sometimes you got to verify, because I remember even if you go back to obviously one we were keeping an eye on with, with Spencer Rattler when he transferred to South Carolina, there was rumors before he committed about him being in South Carolina at certain times. None of those ended up being true. So you really got to kind of figure out what sources these are. So, Jacob, you want to give us some of the, the top quarterbacks so far? Yeah. And um, I'm really kind of curious as to if this is like 100%, because all the, the some of these websites are saying is are these are crystal ball things even though these kids have come out and announced it like i didn't hear that riley leonard was 100 percent going to notre dame i know that was like the leading thing but um it's not 100 percent, right well no if now if the crystal ball is 100 percent, that's just their confidence level that gotcha. they're putting on there um, I, I have not no there's nothing official from riley leonard i think he does have an i think he's already visited or he is planning an official visit if not already planned it um, that was the latest I've heard on Riley Leonard. Have you guys heard any more speculation about him and A and M? Obviously, that was like the first one I kind of jumped to just because of Mike Elko. Has there? Have you guys seen any traction with that, or has it all kind of just been Notre Dame with, with Riley Leonard? Just Notre Dame, from what I've heard. Yeah, same. <clears throat> Everything I've heard, and honestly, I feel like it's a good fit too. So it makes sense to me uh, for him to go to Notre Dame. Although, well, no, I, yeah, I feel like that would just be a better fit. So. Um, no, I I've, I've heard hurry much up about and get here. I think he'd be a great fit for our team. So you ain't wrong, coach. You ain't wrong, coach. <laughs> yes, sir. A smart guy from Duke. I mean, there's smart kids. You guys know your game too, <laughs> coach. I bet the only portal you ever seen in your day was probably like Super Mario Brothers or something. Oh, I'm about to jump in my <laughs> six foot portal, baby. I'm going to get heavy too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't you ain't lying. You ain't lying, coach. Oh, Notre man. Dame always means uh, up there. But anyway, yeah, there's uh the other quarterbacks is Aiden. <laughs> how did you say that that dude's last name? <laughs> Aiden oh, Chillis or Chilis or whatever. Um, I think it's Childs, like, but I'm not sure. Childs, Childs. I'll take like that. In the accent when you say his name. That sounds better. Uh, yeah. So he was the backup to DJ at Oregon State, um, and he went ahead and jumped ship like his coach did, and or and his crystal ball. I think is kind of official. I'm not exactly sure how this works yet, like a lot of people. But um, he's already going to Michigan State. Um, I know they got the work cut out there for him. But uh, other quarterbacks, Dante Moore. Um, he hasn't decided yet, but he's uh out there from UCLA. I think he played really good at times this year, and then had some mediocre games. 
Um, that's honestly how UCLA did as a program this year. They were up and down um, a lot this year. So um, where where do you think he's going to end up? Dude, that's a good question, man, because he was, uh, I believe he was the second highest rated quarterback coming out behind the the Tennessee guy. Yeah. Was it Nico something? I'm not going to even try. It actually says he was quarterback three. Arch oh, Manning and then Nico, yep, the oh, Tennessee dude, and okay. he was third. Nope. You're right, you're right. He's so actually ahead of Jackson Arnold. The uh, the contenders that I've seen for Dante Moore, we're getting Ohio State. Again, dude, this is like, this could be people basing it off who knows, right? So, like, nothing's really in stone, but Ohio State, Michigan, Miami, and Oregon. Now, I've seen Oregon tied to a few. I think all these big schools, anytime they get somebody, obviously McCord that we'll get to is going to be leaving Ohio State, it appears. He's got an official visit at Nebraska, which again, I I don't understand why you would like. My understanding is like you, these these coaches aren't kicking people off the team. I mean, not that they can't, but like McCord's not getting kicked off the team, right? So it's like, why would you go to Nebraska? That's not set in stone yet. But yeah, Ohio State, Michigan, Miami, which could be interesting, and then uh, because with that defense, and then Oregon. So that that's the ones emerging for Dante Moore right now. I think a lot of this is. <clears throat> These, these, I, I, I could be wrong, but I think coaches are going to these quarterbacks, be like, "Listen, hey, I want you to stay. You know, you've been a big part of this team, blah blah blah. But we are going to be hitting the portal for a quarterback, so I wanted to, you know, just let you know that way you can make the de- best decision for yourself. It, like McCord, you're like, man, why would you leave Ohio State for Nebraska? I think there's something, some conversations behind closed doors that he's been told you might not be starting next year, uh, especially if they can land somebody like. <clears throat> Uh, Cam Ward or Dylan Gabriel or whoever, um, and I think that's why he's he's but, probably. But in the there port. lies the issue, right? Because if that's already happening, you're already saying now maybe they have, maybe they haven't already talked to these guys before their names in the portal or not. So you're gonna if you're gonna tell a guy that, then you you're gonna need a pretty like if I'm if I'm Ohio State, not that they don't have a, they obviously have a guy behind McCord because they were battling out in the spring, but you got to be pretty confident somebody else is coming in that's better than him. If you're going to tell a guy that, and and who knows what these players are telling coaches? Yeah, man, I'll, I'll come. Or hey, we'll see. Like I don't know because they're they're probably figuring out different offers too, right? They they got to use whatever leverage they have. So true. I'm not saying I, that's I, not happening. It's just I I bet you it is. It's just kind of ballsy. I think on a coaching staff part, it, it'd be ballsy for a team like a mid tier team. That would be ballsy for a team like Ohio State. I yeah. mean. That's There's probably true. a single quarterback that doesn't want to play for the Ohio State. Plus, you're probably pretty aware if you're a coach what your NIL situation looks like and what you're able to spend to go get a guy like Dylan Gabriel, whoever. Yeah. Um, so, um, Plus, they, I, might, they, I, might have a, they might have a top guy coming in already anyway from high school. So, Yeah. yeah. Although, and I think coach, you, still, you would still want to go get somebody, somebody with some experience at least for right, his first right. year. Yeah. Yeah. And a, and a coach like – Ryan Day at Ohio State could definitely hit up another booster and be like, oh, okay, like, yeah, Dante Moore is expected to come here. Even if it's out of our budget, we can go get more money. Like, if they know that's yeah. a possibility, like a place like Ohio State, not, not a problem. Um, but yeah, Cameron Ward's in the, in the transfer portal as well. Um, he's undecided so far, but he's a hot commodity coming out of Washington State. Um, played lights out at the beginning of the year and he threw for 300, 400 yards a lot of the time. You wonder how that would translate to a, a Big Ten with a lot of defenses, or um, you know, even like SEC if he decided to go somewhere else. But he's a big name out there. Um, Will Howard from Kansas State, undecided. Um, he's a big name out there. We talked about Riley Leonard. Um, looks like a lot for Notre Dame, um, but there still could always be that A and M there, like y'all were talking about with Elko. Uh, those are the top five quarterbacks, but some other big names we saw: Brock Vandergrift, the backup for Georgia. Um, is already committed to Kentucky. I think that was a good landing spot for him. I heard South Carolina was for a moment there, you know, in the talks of getting him. But I think yeah, he was. I mean, he was a four star, if not five star guy coming out of high school. But I didn't know a lot about him. To me, man, I'm I'm still all in the Lenore Sellers train right yeah. now, until proven otherwise. To be honest, we we need a lot of help in the transfer portal. But honestly, like, I'm all right if we don't. I mean, even if we pick up somebody, I don't know, man. I, Kind of yeah. all in. The only problem is with South Carolina is we only have two scholarship quarterbacks on the roster right now, and that's Lenore Sellers and Luke Doty, who's been playing way more receiver than he has quarterback. Oh, sure. yeah. So I mean, we do have we do have uh, Dante Reno coming in, a four star guy. Um, so he'll he'll be coming in. So obviously we'll get some help with that quarterback scholarship 
stand if y'all actually change his position to a receiver? I'm sure, dude. I think once you're on scholarship, I'm, yeah. I mean, think about like the carry on Joyner who played, who came in as a quarterback, switched to receiver, switched to running back, played quarterback. So he was still he on was just, a quarterback scholarship? I don't know if they, I don't know if it necessarily matters what position you're at. I think you're just on scholarship. Uh, when you said two quarterbacks, so, I didn't know like you had a certain amount of scholarships for position. No, I'm just saying that's the only, like, we might have like a walk on on the roster, gotcha. but right now the only scholarship quarterbacks I guess we have gotcha, are, gotcha. are those two guys because we've had Tanner Bailey. Colton Gauthier and obviously Spencer's going for the draft. So those mm-hmm. two guys have, have transferred out, which look, those guys weren't getting any playing <laughs> time anyway. So like not, not really too worried about that. Gauthier has been there for, I don't know, three, four five years. Hasn't played a snap. So yeah. like those don't really bother me too much. Yeah. And you were right about Brock Vandergriff. He was a high four star, um, 97 rating, um, coming out of high school. He's six, three, two five. So that honestly may be one of the best quarterbacks Kentucky's ever had. I know Will Evans was pretty good, but I don't think he had like a super high rating coming out of high school. Um, so that may be one of the better quarterbacks Kentucky's had in a long, long time, if not ever. Uh, they had Randall Cobb. <laughs> was he? I thought I've heard multiple times. I thought he was like a three star. But I, I, I just meant I just meant play on the field. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, I don't think he was a high quarterback recruit at all. Yeah. So uh, other big names coming out, um, you got Dylan Gabriel um, down at eight, actually, in, in these rankings. Um, I think he's been rumored, I mean, coming out of Oklahoma, obviously, but he's been rumored pretty strongly to go to Oregon, is what I've heard. Yeah, I've seen that as well, which is, which is interesting. Um, yeah, and he's been I mean, around for forever. It's crazy. He's got another year. Yeah, I mean, that injury, and I, I think right now it's the COVID year, right? It's helping everybody out. Yeah. Um, with him obviously being redshirted, but um, yeah, I've seen Oregon for him, and then I've seen Southern Cal as well. It seems like Caleb Williams is going in the draft because he's decided to sit out the the Holiday Bowl, so um, he looks like a lock to go pro. And it looks like Gabriel's going to try to jump to one of these teams, which would be interesting. I would say I think to me the way he plays, uh, Oregon seems like a better fit the way they run that offense. Yeah. Um, do you guys kind of feel the same about that as opposed to USC? Just kind of the offense I, being run. I do, yeah, but I, I'm actually looking at his timeline. He actually transferred to UCLA in 2021. I forgot that happened. And with Dante Moore coming out, like that may be something. I don't know what UCLA's doing with Chip Kelly. Because they were going to fire him, and I haven't heard they've actually fired him. So. Yeah, I don't know why. they Dude, those rumors, honestly, like dumbfounded me. It made no sense. Like He's yeah. done probably some of the, probably the most with the least, give or take. And in that conference, right? That is, that's been so good this year, so. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That would be weird. Who else you got on that list? Well, Clint, do you have anything on Dylan Gabriel? Where do you think he would play best at? Um, I honestly, man, I don't know, man. It, it's what would you take him at A and M? I mean, I would. I mean, yeah, dude, I would take. I mean, I think that he has the ability, the way he can run the ball too. Um, yeah, I think it helps a lot. Um, I think being a lefty, it's kind of unique for some defenses to kind of steam up. Not necessarily, but it's just a different look sometimes. Um, yeah. And when he's on, you think he's he, on. You think he, he's actually got a spot in mind, or you think he's just going to the biggest paycheck? And obviously, we don't know, but we're here for hot takes. So. I don't know. He's, he's been, to me, man, he's been around so long. Well, then again, he's been hurt, so you could say there's definitely money as, as a motive, but I feel like he's trying to get a championship, I would think, but I yeah. don't know the guy. Like, to me, you've been, I mean, you, you maybe you thought you had it at Oklahoma. You obviously like you just yeah. Texas big time, you lose to Oak State and, and you're not quite there. Now with Oklahoma moving to the SEC, the or just chances dwindled a little bit from getting a championship. But then again, I mean USC in the Big Ten, Oregon in the Big Ten, I don't, I think at this point he's gonna no matter where he's going, dude. It, it's, it's gonna, gonna be a walk. Right. So UCLA, uh, forget now, are they going to the Big Ten or are they going Big Twelve. Yeah, they were big. They were USC and UCLA were like the first two to go to the Big Ten. That's right. Yeah, okay. Then, then they right. added that was Washington the very beginning. and Oregon, right? So they got those four I going to the Big so. Ten. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Because schools like Arizona, I think, and uh, Utah, I think, are staying in the Big Twelve or going to the Big Twelve actually. So, um, but yeah, so quarterbacks. He who knows where Dylan Gabriel will go. But honestly, this is kind of what I was thinking about. We Clint, when you were talking, was um. 
Dylan Gabriel won't be a backup anywhere, but y'all remember at Ole Miss how Spencer Sanders was like a four-year starter, it felt like, at, at OSU, and he didn't get any playing time. Clint, you, you talked about there's so many quarterbacks. I feel like that's going to happen. You're going to have like a freaking Will Rogers maybe or maybe even like a Nate Johnson or somebody like that go around. They're just going to be backups. Well, so that's the thing. Has, has Sanders come out in portal? Because that, that did make did not make a lot of sense to me because so you'll see more of he's fine for a job. But like, dude, if I'm playing <laughs> at Oak State, man, like I want to keep playing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see Sanders yet in this, so he could still. Yeah, if, I, if I'm starting somewhere especially for several years, I'm not going somewhere else to not start. Like, right. Yeah. To me, okay. I, that, if you're a competitor, which most of these guys are diehard competitors, I don't know. Maybe he thought he was going to win the job, but then he was stuck because the portal closed. So I don't know. Yeah. So I'm just going to run through a few of these real quick. Um, uh, Kyle McCord, big name at Ohio State. Uh, he's transferring out. And like you were talking about earlier, could possibly go to Nebraska. Um, Nebraska was like, I think the fifth Ugh. worst passing offense in the nation. So that's kind of a surprise. Um, but yeah. And then you got Will Rogers out uh, from Mississippi State. He's actually supposedly committed to Washington. Um, but that's not exactly that final yet. That would be weird to me. Yeah. Was it, wait, was it, was it Washington that's got a, a top prospect behind Penix that's also in the portal? Um, Dude, I think Washington had a big Not that I've seen. Recruit, actually. You could be right because all this shit happens and changes every five seconds. But that's what I'm saying, man. I, um, yeah. While you look that up, I'll keep going. Tyler Van Dyke, the old Miami quarterback. Uh, I think they kind of ran him out of there. Um, <laughs> he's uh, transferring. There's nowhere for him going yet right now. Um, and then you have Grayson McCall, actually, old Grayson McCall from Coastal. I saw if he's already visited or is planning to visit NC State and uh, UCF, actually. So, yep, I've um, seen the same. Not looking for huge schools, but that's a big jump for him, I would imagine. Um, good old DJ U Young, you la 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 la. Leaving Oregon State, which he you know should because you know everybody else is leaving Oregon State. Um, but I think he, I guess he thinks he can get one more good year out somewhere and have a better prospect for as the draft. Um, but yeah, he's leaving. I, I think he's still considering the draft, but the two schools that. Do you have anything different than Florida State and Louisville as far as rumors? I haven't for seen him? anything yet. And so Florida State and Louisville, I've seen the thing is Louisville just had somebody commit. It was Tyler Shaw or Shaw. Shaw, yeah. Yeah. So he was a high, pretty high recruit, I think, was at Oregon, then Texas Tech. He's committed to Louisville. So he's <laughs> already there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the two I've heard for DJ. Yeah. Which we'll see if that. That yep. And then just a few more. Nate Johnson, the Utah quarterback that kind of came in for Cam Rising, which we saw Cam Rising's coming back next year. Um, I think he's, he's going to, I think he was going to go to like a, a group of five school, maybe get some playing time. Uh, unless he wants yeah. to back up a power five team, man. Like, I, I, I like him. I think he's good. I just think he, he's, yeah. he's going to, they haven't rated as a four star. So he's, all these dudes are pretty decent. That's, you got 15 four stars in the uh, portal right now, which is wild to say. Um, Speaking so yeah. Of is, uh, I'm going to be half serious, half. Well, is, is Buckner rated a four star as a quarterback or a lacrosse player, or what's he doing? He was, yeah, he was almost a five star because I don't know why that is, but so yeah. If you guys aren't aware, Tyler Buckner uh, played played at Notre Dame, uh, transferred to Alabama. Um, obviously, got a little bit of playing time. Didn't go so hot. He is in the portal, or was in the portal as a lacrosse player. Apparently, a big lacrosse player out of high school. He's committed to Notre Dame to play lacrosse. They're the defending men's lacrosse champions. So just something I, I didn't think I'd see in the portal world. Um, you got quarterback yeah. to lacrosse player. So good for him. I guess he's, uh, I guess he's pretty good over there. Yeah. So Cause right now on two, four, seven sports, they have as a prospect coming out of high school, he was like a 95, which is like a high four star. And then as a transfer, it just says an a right now. So uh, I don't know if that's just because he did announce lacrosse. Dude, I, I think he, he literally only entered the portal in like, lacrosse like i don't think he went yeah. in for for football that's probably why it says that who knows dude which yeah it's kind of wild but yeah that's pretty much all for quarterbacks um i don't know if one of y'all want to take running backs but uh the only so the running backs i've seen uh ohio state running back uh today just said he was going to be in the portal that's uh ohio state's backup running back um man what is his last name i'm gonna get it. it's chip chip train um he's in the portal um, South Carolina's Mario Anderson, who had kind of had a breakout year coming out of Division II, uh, Newberry. 
Um, he's in the portal, unfortunately. Rocket Sanders from Arkansas, he's in the portal. He's actually got an official visit scheduled for South Carolina, which we need. We already needed running back depth. Um, I think we got one coming in the recruiting class. We obviously had DJ Braswell look, get some playing time as a true freshman. But with Mario Anderson leaving, that kind of leaves us uh, pretty thin at running back after uh, Marshawn Lloyd left last year. So Rocket Sanders will be a big, big pickup there. Um, I'm trying to see what else we got running back wise. That's kind of the main. Is there any other big ones I'm missing? There's another four star, AJ Green, um, coming from Arkansas. He was a four star. Okay, and he's also gotcha. Yep. Um, I saw Oklahoma running back Marcus Major. He's under the portal. He uh he had 300 yards and a touchdown this year for the Sooners. So not not their main guy, but obviously got a, a, a some playing time over there. He's in and the portal as well. There's two LSU four star running backs that are in the portal: Trey Bradford and uh, Amarion Amari. Armani, Armani Goodwin. Sorry about that. <laughs> He's a four star. Like I didn't know LSU had two four stars um, that were coming out like that. I guess what's well, so old good old um, Jane Daniels just ran the ball all by himself. So like, all right, cool, we're gonna go somewhere else and and try to run the ball. Um, that's really all I see. There's several three stars, but um, like I said, I think JC hit most of the four stars. Uh, do you see any more, Clint, or you want to just hit the receiver? No, that. That was that was pretty much all I'd seen too. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was about it. All right. Well, what kind of receivers we got going on? Let me get a pull up here. If if you're in the market for a receiver this year, you're in good shape because the it is flooded. A um, a lot of three stars. One of the one of the big ones being Landon Humphreys from Vanderbilt, projected to go Georgia, and that's not official, right? That's still just projected. I think yeah, I haven't heard still, any officials yeah. on that. I, okay. I think George is a little busy right now with. Uh, uh, oh, we just got news twenty minutes ago. Uh, actually, I'll wait for the defense. Oh, we we got a defensive guy coming, but that just committed somewhere. But let's stick with with the offense, and then I'll, I'll let you guys in on that news. So we get <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, there's wide receivers everywhere. We got, obviously being a Carolina fan, Juice Wells, um, outstanding player. I'm not going to say too much about character issues. Um, there were some stories that came out about his injury this past year, whether he was actually injured the entire year, if he was, you know, kind of holding out for to to retain his eligibility for another year. Obviously none of that confirmed, maybe never will be, but strictly speaking about his ability, that's a an amazing player. He's in the market and um I, I think JC you mentioned maybe Texas or Tennessee might snag him. <clears throat> um so whoever gets him that's gonna be a stud. Uh, Deion Burks is leaving Purdue. You got Julian Fleming leaving Ohio State. Tobias Merriweather leaving Notre Dame. Uh, I mean, there's there's freaking Will Shepard's leaving Vanderbilt as well. Vanderbilt's talk about a team that gets Every, rated. Everybody's leaving. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Jesus. Um, which is sad too because if if, if this wouldn't happen, Vanderbilt actually might be a halfway decent team because I think they are trying to put some money into that program and actually be a decent. Uh, respectable SEC team, but with the landscape being what it is now, it's just tough, man. You just get rated. Uh, let's see, Josh Kelly, Eric McAllister. I mean, there's it's all over the place. I don't know if y'all got any special names that you've heard. Bo Collins from Clemson, probably Bo Collins from Clemson. Go up and get yeah. a receiver. Good that, call. That I forgot. Us. I had that one tab too on one of these stupid tabs. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I know you weren't happy about that one, Jacob. Nah, he was our biggest probably talented receiver besides our tight end and i think he you know way talented more talented than our tight end was um we could just throw the ball up to him and and he could almost just come down with it we did that that was part of our game plan for when we actually did throw the ball deep and and we're losing that um i know we have a five-star receiver coming in next year along with sammy brown the linebacker but um that's what this team the clemson demon's been missing is is elite talent at the receiver position and seeing him go and he was just a three-star but seeing him go he could have been it been a hell of a third receiver, um, even a second receiver. So um, that hurts for sure. But we'll see if uh, Old Dabo can get in the the transfer portal himself and see, see what he's see got. If, see if he dabbles. Yeah, Clint, I'll go back to Juice Wells real quick. Uh, the early reports were about Texas because he was like liking some tweets about Texas, and then Tennessee came. The Tennessee one to me makes no sense because to me, like, yeah, you can. I know they beat us this year, but to me, and unless they're just now, we've known they've given out money based on what that quarterback. Some of those numbers, unless they're just giving out hefty bags, which they might be, that makes sense. Um, something I sent you guys out earlier, which is kind of going around on some some things in the Carolina circles. Juice Wells was at the facility 
the facility today, at least getting a haircut. So the fact that I, I know he's still enrolled in classes, I get that, but it's kind of odd that he still has access to facilities if, but maybe they're not as strict on once you're in the portal, but from, from the things I've heard from Beamer in the past, like once you're in the portal, man, like you're kind of not really part of the team per se. So maybe, maybe he's a second opinion or maybe he's a, who knows, man. I Obviously like I'd love the guy to stay, but kind of seems like we've been burnt on that end. So we'll see. Um, the other Vandy receiver, you mentioned Jay, I think it was Jaden McCowan. He's from South Carolina. He's mm-hmm. the principal to come to South Carolina that apparently like his dreams tool. He's a smaller guy, he's like six foot, uh, I don't even know, it's quite 200 pounds, but kind of a slot guy who was up from pretty good for revenge. So I think that's what, three receivers now that we've listed from there. Obviously, they, mm. they had they had some guys, uh, some key guys, Malik, their quarterback, what, Malik Wright, is that his name? I always, always forget his name, but uh, that left last year. So they've obviously had some, like you said, man, can I get a ransack by some other teams? And it, Sorry, yeah, real quick. It's all, uh, North Carolina, Dre May, he's... He's going to the draft, right? Is that it? That's that's my understanding. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's all they got. I heard guy, some yeah. rumors to a guy over there, but I couldn't remember who it was. I don't know. I, I I'm peeking at some of these things over here, and I see Andre Green Jr., um, highly rated four star uh, that North Carolina has. He's transferring out of North Carolina. I was then I started thinking about the quarterback situation, man. Maybe who would be a good fit from the portal for North Carolina to go out there and grab. Um, right. I don't know if y'all had any ideas on that. They also think they're losing a couple receivers. So that, that happened last year in uh, North Carolina. They <laughs> lost two of their guys. I, I think one of them might have been to the draft, but they have to reload their receivers. It feels like every year. Um, well, yeah. I mean, remember Tez was a, a transfer from a yeah. smaller school. Do you think that has uh, something to do with the coach there, Mac Brown? Because I thought by now he would almost be ready to, to call it quits. I think he is trying to build a program up and give the keys to somebody else. So I don't know when that's happening. I don't know who he's going to tab as the next guy. So that that very well may may play a part in it as well. But then again, man, these guys—I don't even know if these guys are looking that far ahead. I mean, obviously, you got to stay three years. Um, I would think that play a part, but but you never know. I guess. I mean, as, what what did North Carolina finish this year? Uh, just unranked, I believe. Eight wins, nine wins. I can't remember. Yeah, eight or nine wins. I mean. Yeah. What's ceiling? What's the ceiling for North Carolina? They ain't well, much higher year, than eight or nine wins. Well, this year if, they hope to if win the not, ACC. If, yeah, but that's a tough sled without Drake May, I would say. Yeah, next year. So, I mean, that, that's got to be their, their goal, right? As a university, I would think they're putting in the money and the resources to get to that point. Now, can they keep that consistently? I don't know. To me, to me, the ACC still is still Florida State and Clemson's to lose, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, none of those, I mean, Florida State won it this year, and Louisville looked pretty good. Um, so if Louisville can keep it up, but as far as like a, a consistent basis, it's obviously be Clemson, and then everyone else, Florida State being kind of the and North Carolina the most recent. So, um, but obviously that's going to change too with the whole conference realignment. I guess we'll see what, what, what teams stay where. Yeah, it just to me it seems like North Carolina. I mean, yeah, go ahead and get get rid of your old coach there, but it's just I don't, I don't see a whole lot more success than what you've had. I mean, you've had some really good. Some decent years with some really good players, um, but it's tough, man. You're just not going to be able to recruit, maybe due to academics or whatever. But you're not going to be able to recruit like uh, Florida State, um, Clemson. I don't know how they're still able to do it, but they, they still recruit really well. Um, it's tough, uh, and that's that's to say the ACC stays together after what we just saw through you know the playoff selection and stuff like that. Maybe that sealed its fate, and ACC is on its way out. But um, yeah, the way it sits, it's tough, man. You, you you might just have to be happy with nine wins. Could be. Yeah, I mean, look, that's shoot, man. I pay a lot of money for nine wins right now. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. Just to some recruit, the university will take your money. I know that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they will. <laughs> I'm sure they will. So, what's this uh, defense you got? We'll get to the defense now. Yeah, let's go to the defense. We're, let's not. We won't go by any position per se. Let's just go big defense. So the the biggest one so far, I think, has been Walter Nolan out of Texas A&M. He was that big five star recruit, I believe, number one player in the nation when he came out. Obviously, kind of put the crown on top of some of Jimbo's big uh, recruiting classes that obviously didn't come to fruition. So he's in the portal. No word on where he's going. I think I did see it. It looked again like his recruitment. There's a list of like eight teams, right? So it was. Oregon, Michigan, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama. I mean, I think it was just about everybody. Georgia, maybe. So he, he, he can go pretty much go wherever he wants. Um, I would think he wants a championship. He's probably already gotten some money at Texas A&M, but we'll see. 
Um, all right, so so the one that came out while while we've been on on air, uh, uh, Toriano Pride from Clemson, the corner out of Clemson. I don't know what his ranking was. Yeah, pretty, pretty solid guy. He committed to Missouri. Yeah, I just saw that. Missouri. I was looking at that page earlier, and it didn't have anything. Then I refreshed, and it said Missouri. I'm like, gosh. Well, yeah. I mean, he's already <laughs> transferred, but so 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 good good for Missouri man. Uh, wait, so where did he, he? You saying he transferred somebody else before Clemson? No, no, no. He was. I was just saying oh, he's already in the transfer portal, so we already lost right. him. But like, no, no, yeah, he was already in the portal. Yeah, it was just yeah. news that he committed to Missouri. So, like, good for Missouri, man, getting a yeah. a, a solid guy, a guy that's. I mean, how long has he been there, man? I feel like he's at least a couple years, right? I honestly I forgot. Um, I don't know what year he is, but that, but what hurts us more is in that secondary, we're losing left and right. We're losing Andrew Makuba. He's mm-hmm. actually the second. He's a four star, and like he's a our starting safety this year and he's uh the second probably best defensive uh player available behind Walter Nolan that you were talking about. And man, he's not committed to anybody yet, but uh so there's maybe a chance we can get him back. But man, he played so good in uh the last few games and stuff and I hate to see him go, but I mean shit, that's what that's what it is, man. <laughs> Dude, that that's how it goes, man. Again, hopefully you guys uh Yeah, Mukabu actually kinda surprised me, man, because I thought he was I guess he's not quite able to go in the draft. Maybe he's a sophomore. Yeah, he was in the 2021 class. So he still got, because he's going to be a, a top, top in the draft, I think, first round, if not second round. Um, you guys just add to, to y'all defensive um, players getting drafted. So, hey, good, good for Missouri, getting pride, and we'll see where McQuabo goes. If he wants to come to South Carolina, by all means, um, he won't play. Look, I'm, I'm open arms to anybody. Man. The hell he would catch. We've had <laughs> we've we've had we've had Clemson transfers come in before, so I'll uh I'll take any any ones we can get. Especially That's on the defense true. side. For sure. That's true, but A and M's got a lot in the portal because they got another defensive lineman, L T Overton, another four star transferred out of there. Um Yeah, I think was that an O lineman or D lineman? D lineman. Oh my bad. <laughs> yeah. It, his name is LT. I thought it was left tackle when it came out. It confused me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do remember that happening. Yeah. Uh, so that makes sense. Yeah, but it's not just on defense because we didn't even mention this, but because we didn't think about the tight end position. But A and M's tight end Jake Johnson. He's a four star. He's out of there too. I did see that. We're in the market for a, uh, a tight end. Is that <laughs> not the? Yeah. You, your arms wide open. Like that's all y'all are right now. Free swag. Uh, number two tight yeah. end in the class of 2022. Um. So I think we actually got, we have, I think we got a tight end coming. I mean, obviously, like I said, we'll take it anybody we can get. We need depth. Even oh, kicker. Didn't our, didn't our kicker I, hit the... Yeah, Mitch. Why, bro. bro, we why need did, everything. Why did our kicker hit the portal? Hey, shout out to Kai Kroger, years. best punter in the nation. Uh, well, I he didn't act like this year. Stat-wise. <laughs> yeah, this year's a little off, but... I mean, like, dude, his, last year, Kai Kroger was nuts. Player of the year. Especially the in that Clemson game. I know Jacob knows about that. Mm-hmm. Dude, this year he was mediocre at best, man. I'm like, he got better like, later in the 28 year. yard punt. What is that? Yeah, <clears throat> looking kind of sketched. But yeah. he, he's back, so we're keeping him. Um, but hey, we do have Joshua. We do have Joshua Simon coming back, tight end who played well down the stretch. Um, because I think Knox is graduating. Trey Knox, who came in from Arkansas. Um, so we'll no, see, Joe man. Jacob. Listen, if if DJ wanted to come back to Clemson. <laughs> would you be cool with that? Uh, right now, possibly, yeah. yeah. Because the oh, only no. other plan we no, have besides Cade, bad. <laughs> no, well, I mean, whatever you want to call it, but I, <laughs> I think like our other backup right now is Christopher Vizina, and he is a f- like a former five star, and he redshirted for this year. Um, I think that's the plan for him to come in, but I've heard out of camp that he's not showing out like he people thought he would he's not mm-hmm. looking up to that five-star level which is what we kind of have with k like he he has moments but he doesn't look like a five-star all the time and I, I, so quarterback's kind of up in the air right now of course it's Cade's jobs to lose but we need somebody there to to really push him um and mm. I mean, shit, dj would bring the most the most uh you know you know whatever the freak you want to call it um press i guess it would bring the most press and it would kind of bring the most energy behind pushing cade um because that would mm. be a battle right there um but i mean who knows we could probably take one of these uh, like i said 30 some quarterbacks we could probably take like a 28 29th quarterback ranked quarterback just to push um cade or whoever comes in 
Yeah. Definitely one surprise. You guys normally have, a, I mean, even the guy, think about the guys that you guys have had in the past. So Hunter Helms, Chase Bryce. But she's uh, in the portal. Which I'm saying, but like you got, you've, you've had guys that have come in as four star guys who are sitting behind, again, now granted, you guys, he was sitting behind Trevor Lawrence and now sitting behind Cade that they move on. Like, look, I don't blame those guys. Like I said, Carolina's had a couple where, look, they're not getting any playing time. Uh, the writing's on the wall with who the second guy is right now, which is Sellers. So, Sanford, like, Right now, like you said, Cade's job to lose. So if you're Helms or some of these guys that have been there for, I think Helms is going to be a graduate transfer, right? So that have been there long, put in the hour, put in the work, and look, hey, man, I, I actually want to go play some ball. So I definitely uh, don't fault those guys at all uh, for wanting to do that either. Like, like, And which, again, goes back to what Clint said earlier. Like some of these guys, um, given their family situations, you go get a bag, go get a bag. And uh, so that that's a tough part, man. But just from a fan outside looking in, it's wild, man. It's a wild time. It is. It's almost like might as well just wait till the dust settles. Figure out what yeah, happens after. It's just starting. And there's no telling, man. I think uh, I, Colorado's having some big issues too right now. I, their their coaches are getting raided, and that a lot of their players are are no longer with them. So, and you might uh, have mentioned it'll be one of the that. about a lot of the recruits. I think they've had top. Two top like quarterback recruits who decommitted amongst other players. Yeah. I think Clint, you might have yeah. mentioned in, in an uh, earlier episode. Yeah, that whole yeah. train kind of died out after like the first four games, and we didn't really talk about Dion a whole lot. I mean, one of us talked about it, just kept losing. Yeah. To me, to me, it was still. I mean, look, granted, they obviously the hype got kind of out of hand, but what did they end up winning? Five games, four, I think. Uh, four, I think. Four, which five. is. It's still an upgrade. Like three hundred, yeah, four hundred percent more than they had last a, a year. One, yeah. A one-win team, and you brought in literally whatever eighty new players. So now we'll, we'll see who they keep. That that'll be. Interesting. I, I think it's a damn good lesson, though. That I, and I agree. Yeah, that obviously that's a massive improvement from where Colorado was before. I mean, just the hype alone brought so much money into that program. Yeah, but it's a good lesson that you can't just like throw a bunch of players together and expect it to stick. Man, you have to have some kind of culture, some kind of cohesiveness um it didn't really work out we thought that tcu win was pretty big at the beginning of the year which for them it is in the grand scheme of things it was not tcu was not that great this year and obviously it went downhill from there but yeah now they're kind of you see what happens like you, you they were a team that rated the portal heavily their most of their team was portal players uh you live and die by the sword though because now the portal's taken back uh so it happens man it, it sucks but that's that's what you can expect to see year in and year out now throughout college football well, the, the bad news for them also is the fact that they played in the, the Pac-12, which had its best year ever. And then the good news is that next year they're going to the Big 12, which is obviously losing Oklahoma and Texas. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing, they're bringing in a few teams, but no one near the, the uh, magnitude of those teams. So uh, in theory, I would think a little bit of an easier schedule coming next year than this year. Uh, you know what? We'll see. Arizona's going to be there too, right? They're going to Big, yeah, Big 12. They're probably my favorite. They yeah. And, and Fafita, Fafita ain't jumping ship, right? He's still... Hey, I, I like that. I don't think so. I like that. Oh, man. Hey, who, who's the pick? Oak State or Arizona? Speaking of Oaks, uh, this is the thing. Shador Sanders, and the, they're, they're not leaving to go to another school. They might go to the draft. But old Mike Gundy's son, he's in the portal. But he's a grad transfer. He's been there a long time. I think he actually wants to play football. Sorry, Dad. I'm a yeah, man. Yeah. I'm 22. <laughs> I'm going to go play football. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you some swag from the school I end up going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. Oh, man. Well, guys, I mean, this is... Uh, Something I think that's going to be maybe not a part of every episode going forward, but especially when we get to the off season. And I think obviously the the weird thing is I've already seen some players from like Georgia and some of the teams in the playoff mention also in the portal, which is a little odd. But as the season uh you know gets near the end and the, the playoffs and championship wraps up, I think we'll have even more movement. I think mm-hmm. we'll get some more some more coaching movement as well. Mm-hmm. So um we'll just be up to date as we can, and uh, which is tough because I think I mean we're I'm just. I'm seeing stuff and I'm just blasting out to group chat just to get it out so that I know where to look for it when I need it. <laughs> and uh, we'll go from there. So we're, we're trying to keep up to date as much as we can. But if you guys don't have anything else on the portal, man, I think we'll wrap this up and then uh, we'll start getting into some some more talks next week about what bowl games we got coming up. Uh, we can talk more about our playoff predictions, stuff like that. Again, I think between now and then, like always, I'm sure some other breaking news will drop. That'll give us plenty of stuff to talk about. No, we'll, we'll definitely be talking about the bowl games for sure. Obviously, you know, the biggest part of the year is, you know, postseason, you know, football. But something else we're going to be talking about as well, um, we've got 
early National Signing Day, I believe December 20th, 20th through 22nd, I believe. Right around the corner. And uh, for the folks that aren't initiated, the early signing day is pretty much the signing day. Uh, Most (laughs) players um, announce and sign that day. Um, So that's something we'll obviously hit on as well. So stay tuned, man. There's a lot more football to be talking about. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. All right, boys. Catch you on the next one. See you. Later.